to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here, string. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper. With me today, as always... Brandon Water here, guys. What is up? <laughs> we're excited to get back at it. Episode 66 coming at you. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. The warm weather's in the air. It is. Racing's nice. in the air. Almost uh, messaged you, but you got the AC on? I know. It's about time. <laughs> like, open that window up uh, or something? Shoot. Yeah, it's so. actually just about perfect. <laughs> it's know? not bad at all. It's not bad at all. We have an awesome show lined up for you guys. We have Josh Toth, XC1 uh, Bike Pro, coming on the show today. We also have Brandon Owens coming on, XC2 ATV Rider. My dog's yeah. just like we climbing on top of the bear. Yeah. We got Sydney yeah. here climbing on top of the bear. <laughs> uh, before we get started, though, we get to thank our awesome sponsors. Thanks to Guts Racing. Since 1985, they've been a leader in seat innovation and technology. They were originated in Northern California and since then have been just blown up on the yeah. scene. Uh, all kinds of factory, you know, supercross riders yeah. run them. You got Joel Hetrick getting ready to run Daytona on them. Craig DeLong. Uh, Craig DeLong. You got Craig yeah. DeLong. Thad Duvall's not going to be using his for a minute. Just a little bit. Yeah. So, but, um, uh, no, best seat covers in the business yep. by far. Uh, and we'll be giving another one away next month. Next month. We're going to be doing a monthly giveaway thanks to them. Yep. So we also got Seal Savers, uh, first original fork and Seal Savers. Uh, they've been in the business for 21 years. Ultimate seal protection for ATV, UTV, dirt bike, mountain bike, uh, truck, uh, you name it. They're coming up with, I saw okay. they had like peg savers. Yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure um, if it needs saving. If it needs saving, <laughs> they're, they're going to save it. They're going to save it. And anything on their website, you can get 25% off on by using the discount c- code SPLITLINE with a capital S, SPLITLINE. Use it. Use it. <laughs> and we got Sunstar as well. Sunstar sprockets and chains, best sprockets yep. and chains out there. Uh, the most durable sprockets and chains out there, best yeah. looking stuff. Uh, they are top of the line. And now you can get anything on their website, 30% off by using the discount code uh, SPLITLINE30. Right. So Definitely use that one, too. Definitely use that one, too. And then our brand new sponsor, yeah. got the shirt on. Mountain State. Mountain State Hair Scrambles. Yep. They're getting ready to be uh, racing here pretty yeah, soon. They are. Yeah. Yep. So uh, at the end of the month, they're going to be racing. So thank you, Richie Nolan and the Mountain State crew for coming on. Awesome series. If you guys are in West Virginia or, you know, in the northern West Virginia kind of area. Uh, go check them out. Go check them out. Top yeah. of the line series. Um, they run dirt bikes on Saturdays and ATVs on Sundays. Mm-hmm. So if you want to mix it up a little bit, yeah. not a lot of series do that. Typically, they, they do it in, the, in reverse day. order. Yeah. So uh, so it's a fun series. I ran their series, and Brandon, you have yeah. too. So it's yep. it's really good. You get out of here. <laughs> so Brandon. 
Brandon, what's been going on, buddy? Oh, not much, man. Uh, I'll tell you what, it's weird not having a third person in here. It's just me and you, but uh, not much been going on. Um, just working. Um, been playing some um, ATV um, MX versus ATV Reflex. Oh, man. Like Old that. school. With, uh, with Colton on the Switch. Okay, so nice. I don't even nice. know if it's called Reflex anymore. I can't remember. All Out, maybe. All Out? Maybe that's what it's okay, called. Okay, nice. Uh, been playing that. It's been pretty fun. He's getting old enough now where we're kind of battling back and forth <laughs> and stuff. So uh, it's pretty cool. Just do- been doing that. Uh, getting the bike ready. Got the suspension shut off, uh, sent off to uh, Factory Connection. They're doing some suspension work for me. So. Um, get ready for in two weeks. We're heading the full fast sprint, full gas. Full gas. I'm sorry again. Gas. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry guys. Um, no. Um, full gas sprint in Doro again. Uh, yeah. I'll be heading down that way down in Gaston, uh, South Carolina. So that's been going on. Uh, what about you? Oh, not too much, man. We uh, uh, like I said, the weather's getting nice out. Took Sydney hunting yesterday, so that was kind of fun. Right. Uh, took the bike out riding a little bit around the farm. What's fun? Which bike? The ATV. Oh, the ATV. Okay. Ripping oh, it around a I'm little bit. I wasn't sure about the mountain bike or if it's actually the ATV. <clears throat> I did take the mountain bike. Yeah. I did take the mountain bike out a couple days ago, and that was fun. Did you get out of first gear? Or? On the mountain bike? No, no, no. Oh, on the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know how slow first gear is on a mountain bike? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, uh, yeah, I did. I went, did a little few laps on the turn track oh, out here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's fun. <laughs> Got to, you know, run the grass off a little bit yeah. every once in a while, make yeah. it look like I do something. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's break down the supercross action from uh, um, <clears throat> Arlington. Man. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. What well, did you take away from that? Well, I'll take away that it's uh, it's the 250 is crazy right now, dude. Like you don't know who's gonna be in it, who's gonna be out of it. Oh man, um, who's who's eating the dirt? Who's cross jumping? You know, Jet looked wildly fast and wildly out of control at times. He did. He did. You really see how did. sideways he got in the whoop section yeah. right before he uh, it, took. He, Three laps before that, every lap he was doing just that. sideways, just sideways. Just side- I'm just like, dude, he's gonna crash, <laughs> you know. Um, and it just happens. It sucks for Forkner. Um, yeah, because he was. You could tell he was trying to put a decent season together. Yeah, and uh, just sometimes we have that bad luck, man. Yeah, Forkner's had a lot of bad luck. Yeah, he's had a lot of bad luck over the years, um, for sure. But, you know. Um, uh, that 450 race, though. I mean, all of those races, yeah. all three of those mains were action-packed. I just want you to know, I, uh, I got three witnesses. I called Jason Anderson and Mookie on the ground literally like two minutes before it happened. Not even two minutes, like three sections before it happened. Who's your three witnesses? Um, my wife. Uh-huh. Um, she don't count. <laughs> she don't count. <laughs> my uh, sister and, uh, I guess, future brother-in-law, I guess. Okay. Uh, he's been around a while. Okay. So, um, Dusty. So, um, yeah, I was like, listen. Anderson's going to catch Mookie. They're, he's going to go for the aggressive pass. Yeah. Mookie doesn't want, like, he don't let you pass like that. He just, he's going to throw the elbow back or whatever. And, you know. Man, did you see Mookie's like, ugh. Yeah. And just, he held it. He held it. He, well, did he? I mean, he tackled him to the ground. Well, he was getting back to his bike, is, right? Is that, was that what you're going <laughs> That's what with? It looked like, yeah. I, I was going to ask you. That's what that, it somewhat looked like to me. He was getting back to his bike. So. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, right? that's yeah. kind of what I think he was doing. I, I think if you, I think he like went to go shove him down and then do something else again, and then he kind of just was like, "Oh shoot, my bike!" Yeah, like, took yeah. He was mad though. Yeah. Oh, he was mad. So, but real quick, you know, uh, when it comes to Anderson and when it comes to Tomac, those two have such a similar riding style. Mm-hmm. 
that we're not used to seeing that type of racing for the championship, right? Yeah. You're used to seeing like Webb and Rocks and two completely different types of racing styles yeah. clashing, right? Well, <clears throat> now we're getting two guys that, you know, are able to battle through the pack and just have a really, really aggressive type of riding. Uh, I'm going to say Anderson's more aggressive than Tomac right now, but Tomac used to be that aggressive. And it, it's really cool to see that type of riding style clashing, clashing right now at the top. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, do you think Tomac was holding back in that third one? Just the no, hair? I don't know. You know, I mean, I, think, I mean, maybe know, a little bit. He knew he, he was like, he probably already saw Anderson get it, get it, you know, and with rocks in a couple of weeks before, and yeah, you know, just always having run-ins, and he's probably like, you know what, like if uh, if he gets me, he gets me, or you know what I mean, like I'm not going to mess with him. I don't need to mess with him. I'm in second place. I still got the overall points. Right. I get the right. first place points. Right. I don't know. I think he wanted to put a statement in though. I think and he win did, that one. But I think he was like. Because he didn't win one of the he didn't win one of the heats or whatever you want to call them races or right. that night. But you know, I mean, look at I mean, if you think about it, like he's probably thinking, if I get up there and he like takes me out and I lose all these points, there goes the championship. Yeah, but yeah, we'll never know. We we never know what he's thinking. <clears throat> I mean, he said he wanted to win and he he was going to go for it if he if he got close enough. It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be fun to watch these guys. Uh, who do you think? Takes Daytona. Oh man, you got to I mean, go it's to Tomac. It's Tomac's house, you right? You got to go to Tomac. You know, he's just. <clears throat> you think J-Mart wins two fifties? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's J-Mart's house. It's J-Mart. <laughs> I think J-Mart and Tomac's your safe bets. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Vegas. Uh, yeah, you know, absolutely. Those your are best. your safe bets for sure. Those yeah. guys, uh, they really know how to light it on fire when it comes to Daytona. But man, Anderson's riding so aggressive right now that. He is. He's looking good, but. Um, Honestly, both of them right now are on two new bikes, and that's kind of a different track to kind of like outdoorish supercross. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering how their bikes are going to be and how close they're going to be, if they're going to be any different. And then you got to really think about it. Cooper Webb's coming on. That's where, you know, he's been, they've been really good down in Florida. That's where yeah. they train a lot um, with that KTM. So you really got to w- w- watch for him. Now, let me ask you a weird question. I would never have thought to have to ask this question. Oh boy, does Kenny hit hit the podium again this year? Oh man, I I don't know, man. There's so much swirling around Kenny Roxon. I mean, you would love to say yes, and and it's it's crazy to even put his name in that uh, conversation mm-hmm. by any means. Um, but uh, you would want to say yes. You want to say yes? What uh, was he like? Sixteen, nine, twelve this weekend or something like that. Something. Something bad. He went for a thirteenth overall. Yeah, that's who. So that Rocky Mountain right. Was on a thirteenth. So who? Who in the right who mind? Who picked Roxon for thirteenth overall? Somebody did. You're right. Somebody like a oh, five year old or somebody. Five year old, right? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's that's crazy. Speaking of fantasy, you want to go over the fantasy real quick for Supercross? Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Walker Taylor had a good stat. Cowie has 10 of the last 15 Daytona SX wins. Yeah. yeah well, Tomac. <laughs> How many has Tomac won? Five. He's tied Five. right now for the for all time. With Carmichael. With Carmichael. Mm-hmm. So if he would win, he he gets, he breaks a tiebreaker. So maybe that's a little extra confidence. Yeah. And another person I want to talk about is Garrett Marchbanks. He's actually coming over on the 450 yeah. for the Club MX team. And he won there. He had some success last year on a 250. Maybe a good pulp pick. Right. I'm not saying he's going to win or anything. I'm just saying be prepared to look at for him. Yeah. So uh, let's let us go over to the uh, to the to the um, 
fantasy, yeah. <laughs> the Supercross fantasy, uh, Pulp and Max, uh, Dark Side ended up winning wow. uh, our league this week uh, with 311 points. The haircuts really changed the them. The haircuts changed them. <laughs> uh, GNCC 62243 uh, came in second with 304. Yours truly finally broke 300 for the first time Did you? this season. Nice. Yes, got nice. 300 points. Justin Groth finished with uh, 298 points. And Mr. Poopy Butt. <laughs> He's always up there. He is. He is. 294 points. Wow. So, um, and then for the uh, for the overall, Kyler Murray, slow and steady, taking his way up to the front. Uh, he's leading right now, overtook uh, Mason Mills. Boy. Uh, Seal Savers, yep. He's been in the lead since pretty much the beginning, yeah, right? Right, yeah. Yeah, so uh, he's in second now. GNCC 2-6-2-2-4-3 is in third. A hammer 5-1-2. And I'm just going to let you guys know, that there's a three there's a three guy freight train <laughs> that's coming to the front, and we're coming slowly but surely, and it's me, you, and Groff. Yeah, and yeah. we're coming, we're coming, guys. We're coming slowly but surely, like freight training right that's to the right. front. Hey, it doesn't start till Daytona. Yeah, it doesn't you know start till saying? Daytona. You know, Push her down. The Get season, out of here. The season doesn't start till <laughs> Daytona, so that's what they always say. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, and then over on the Rocky Mountain side, uh, uh, Jeremy Dewitt, he's in first. Uh, Mick Ivory is in second, and B. Morito, B. Morito. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad you, I'm glad you get to read those this week. Groff's in fourth, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> so that's so, pretty good. Um, speaking of fantasy, speaking of fantasy, oh, a lot off. of you guys have been putting us up about uh, split line fantasy. Right. So we're excited about it. We posted the um, the rules again today for right. guys that are new coming the in this bars. week. Uh, looks like we're definitely going to hit well over 50, 50 participants this week. So oh, every bit of it. thank you guys for uh, participating. We're excited about it. Mm-hmm. Really excited to uh, get this thing going. And uh, it seems like you guys are kind of getting excited about it yeah. too. It seems uh, like, uh, it seems like everybody just start, keeps finding out about it yeah. little by little. Little by little. And it's, it's, like, it's growing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And, um, uh, make sure you guys get your picks in mm-hmm. Saturday at noon before the ATVs take right. off. And you have to have both your ATV and dirt bike picks in by then. By then, yeah. Yeah, so that should be fun. That be interesting. That should be fun. Speaking of wild boar, right. let's talk just a little bit about, you know, maybe our predictions for the wild boar um, real quick. Uh, sand race, uh, a lot of guys have been prepping in the sand, uh, both ATV and dirt bikes, of course. Mm-hmm. Brandon, you just talked to me about uh, Joseph Garcia yeah. and how he was ripping in the sand and I saw that. I saw that video. I, I really think he's going to be a sleeper pick this week. You know what I mean? For like, fantasy? For fantasy. And, and for the maybe overall podium? And an overall podium. Because, man, he was just looking really good. It looked like he was finding his flow out there. Yeah. Um, got his first race under the belt. Kind of knows, sees how it's all working out. Yeah. And Florida's a little different. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's, you know, sand, sand whoops, um, stuff like that. So, um I, th- I think he's really going to be a dark horse. If I, if I had to choose a dark horse this weekend to get up on the podium, I, I would choose him. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Uh, I think, you know, those those uh, those European riders definitely should thrive in the sand for mm-hmm. sure. Um, you know, you got to love Ben Kelly coming in with the confidence that he's coming in with. Uh, should be able to, to put it back up there on the box. Um, and, uh, I mean, he rode – darn near flawlessly right. uh, in round one. Um, you know, we're ta- we'll be talking to Josh Toth here in just a little bit. Yeah. I'm excited to hear what he has to yeah. say. Um, yeah, especially coming off that U.S. Sprint Doro uh, yep. victory over Lane Michael there um, last weekend. So, I mean, he's bringing the speed. He's bring, you know, which he's been bringing, uh, I think, since last year to us. Yeah. Um, and then you also got Josh Strang. I mean, he's put up in the podium. Maybe he's he's getting some uh, confidence built back up from yeah. last year. And, yeah. 
And yeah, string, string would definitely be uh, a possible, you know, win prediction this weekend for sure. I, I could definitely see that. Yeah. Uh, and then over on the ATV side, um, man, I like Hunter Hart to rebound this weekend. I think yeah. that, you know, he had an off weekend in the first weekend um, um, at the Big Buck facility, and he just – he had something happen in the first lap and wasn't able to get back up to speed yeah. or wasn't able to catch back up after the incident. And, uh, um, you know, he's been down there practicing at Croom yeah. quite a bit. You know, he lives down there at Croom, so he is very familiar with sand. He's very familiar with, uh, uh, you know, pounding out the, the laps in the sand loops. Uh, he's got Adam McGill down there training with him. Yeah. Um, and then who else did I see? Uh, I saw several guys down oh, there. Oh, there's all kinds of guys down there. Yeah. Arena. So, um, but I tell you what, Walker is going to come out. Yeah. And he's going to come out swinging. Yeah. I, I, you know, we talked to Bryson Neal last week. And, you know, if we flash back to 2021, um, Bryson was winning the Wild Boar yeah. second round. And he was going for his second run to win or second win in a row. And, um, and Walker was able to basically steady, steady it to the win when uh, when Bryson messed up. Yeah. Or I don't. I, where Bryson had a mechanical. Mechanical. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so here, keep, I'm gonna put. Okay, you're good. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like I said before, I'm glad you can still hear me when I'm talking. Um, I I think Fowler is gonna come out because like I think I said I think it left a, like a little bit of a I don't want to say a bad taste in his mouth the way it kind of went down last race after being up front and battling all day and then coming on the last lap and um, someone that hasn't wasn't really in the battle all day you know I mean he was there like floating on the outside but just came in and I don't want to say stole it from him but kind of just stole it from him on the last what three miles or something yeah. like that so. yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and, and, you know, Walker's going to come out swinging mm. hard. Uh, Walker Taylor said a fuel line got Hunter hard. Okay, so there you go. So that's – yeah, that would uh, that would uh, put a damper <laughs> in the day for sure. Um, so, you know, I, I think that um, – I think Walker – if I had to pick, I would say Walker comes out with a win this week. You think? Yeah. I mean – I mean, once again, if you're in Vegas – I put my money on, you know, put him on Fowler. It's easy money. You know what I'm saying? Um, but what are the chances that um, Neil comes out and, and takes two in a row? Uh, highly. He he has a big chance of being able to do that. He almost did it last year. Um, and I tell you what, you know, you get him on a winning streak and um, uh, see if he gets on a winning streak and wins two or three races in a row – I wonder what that would do for momentum for him. Because, yeah. you know, I think he's won two races in a row. I don't know if he's ever won three races in a row. Yeah. But, you know, he would be somebody that, that I would think, you know, if he gets a points lead and starts adding on to it, mm. you know, we've we've not seen Walker have to come from behind in the points for right. a long time. Yeah. I mean, since pretty much Borsch, right? Probably. I mean, it, being down more than but probably two races, I would say. Because, like you said, if um, I know last year – Neil won the first one, and then Walker was down, right? So he was down in the points a little bit, but I don't know about a big margin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, you know, there, there, there's just so many the, – the group was so tight last week, last weekend, last race. Yeah. There's top five guys. You know, you got Coltrane. You got um, – um, I'm, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm losing it right there. Um, McClure. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I was thinking McGill McClure. Yeah. So, but uh, Jerry McClure, man, you can't count him out either because he, no. he's he's that guy that's right there. And I tell you what, Devin Feehan was another guy down yeah. there training with uh, training with McGill and Hunter Hart, and that's somebody that I think could, you know, I would, 
I tell you what, man, he could definitely get a win this year. Yeah. He could definitely get a win this year. Oh, yeah. And he's got the fitness. And you know as well mm-hmm. as I do that 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 fitness is a huge part when it comes to uh, to, to running in, in Florida. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hitting the sand whoops for two hours straight. Yeah. Um, pulling that 400-pound machine around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it, it, it gets brutal. It's um, it's definitely um, not easy for sure. So I, I think like Feehan, um, the younger guys in the class, maybe John Glotta Jr. gets up there. Ronnie Rush might have a good weekend. Um, speaking of it, you know, so it's, it's crazy. Those guys have been putting the work in down there. So, yeah. You know, Walker Taylor just said something interesting on on our feed uh, about Thad Duvall um, and his uh, post on Instagram. Did you see that? Which one? Just it was seven hours ago, so I didn't. I, I don't know how I missed it, but he says uh, it was just a, a quick little video. It's been a journey. I didn't quit. I never gave up. I was just a kid with a dream. <laughs> I don't know. So he said he'd re- be back. He did say he'd be back. Like literally, like I think yesterday I saw a yeah, like, post. That's that something to keep an eye on, though, for like, sure. Hammer nutrition and all that. Yeah. Sent him this, you know, he said I'll be back soon. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, which, that's we something. Talk, which we talked before is like, is he going to come back from from this another injury? Yeah. Like before yeah. Kind of off the podcast a little. Bit. Yeah, that's something to keep an eye on for sure because you know if he is going to retire, you know that's big. That's big news. You know, you hate to see somebody like Thad retire without that championship that he was uh, desiring so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I mean, if he did retire, though, you know, he's still going to go down as, as an all-time great rider yeah. uh, for sure. I mean, it, all the battles that he, that he had um, um, that he had, you know, over the years, right. you know, just, just amazing career for sure. Yeah. So I, I don't it's, know. It's not done it's yet. Not done it's yet. not done yet. He so hasn't I'm interested to see that. what's going on there. He's just trying to keep that uh, – that you know his uh, stock rise up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, now did you see uh, Johnny Johnny Gerar? Did you see his uh, um, his post on him doing some rehab? He was like doing squats and oh, wow. and uh, um, uh, not weighted squats, right. obviously, uh, but it was doing some uh, just all kinds of different exercises for for that uh, pelvis. I, I can't believe that he's able to do that, do that already. Already, you know, wild man, you know. For, for too long, we're all going to be robots. So, who knows? Uh, these doctors are getting so much better. It's like Forkner with a collarbone. I'm just like, dude, he'll probably have surgery and be back in like three weeks or something. Yeah, you know it's I mean? wild. It's wild for sure. I, uh, uh, like I said, you know, what a, what a, a tremendous warrior and athlete to be able to, to do that and to be able to, to get back, you know, potentially this season, maybe. Right. That's something I would have thought would have kept him out all season. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, speaking of, I think Stu's coming back. I think Stu will be back this year. Yeah, Stu will be back this year for you sure. Think? You sure? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you count Stu out for the championship this year. No, I don't know, man. I don't know. He. What do you finish in the first round? Seventh? Uh, I can't remember off the top of my well, head. Think about it. Think about it in this sense. He missed a round completely last mm-hmm. year and finished eighth in a round. Yeah. And then went on a tear. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then had a bad what finished out of the top ten for Ironman. Right. Yeah. So. Did he even finish? Did he even get any points for Iron Man? Uh, that I'm yeah, not sure. I think so. I think so. I don't know if he even finished. Well, but what I'm saying is, is what if he, you know, <clears throat> what if he, you know, misses this round and next round? That's two rounds he missed. I mean, and then long, comes back. That's the thing. How long does it take for your <clears throat> neck to heal? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Does he? You would think at least six weeks. Yeah, I, I would say I would say six weeks for sure. I mean, we got to think here. Is 
I mean, a neck kind of close to the spine. One, two. You know what I mean? Like, is it worth it? <sighs> yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? I mean, I guess that's, that's we're, all. We're at two I'm... weeks on Sunday. Right. Three weeks. You know, that, it doesn't help that we have two rounds back to back. Right. That's going to be the, that's probably going to be the hurt yeah. right there. Three weeks, and then it'll be five weeks uh, for round four. Mm-hmm. If he can come back at round four and just, I don't want to say just coast a ride in, but just do nothing stupid, just I get, don't know, man. Some points. As far as the championship consider is concerned, though, wouldn't he have to come back and just start winning? Uh, I mean, <laughs> missing two rounds, he would need luck to go his way. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy, man. Yeah, it's crazy for sure. Um, it's gonna be know, interesting. It is gonna be a really interesting year. You know, maybe we don't have the players that we thought we were gonna have in, in the dirt bike realm. Right. But that doesn't mean other guys can't step up. I was gonna say. I mean, you can't. You still can't count out Jordan Ashburn. You can't count out Josh Strang. You can't count out Toth. Uh, Josh Toth. Yeah. Those guys are, are. Those guys are right on the outside. They're all you know, third, fourth. You know what I'm saying? Ben Kelly um, is a great rider. Um, not saying he can't win all of them out, but you know, you some sometimes he has a little bit of bad luck. Sometimes. That's never really been his way of right. riding, though. Exactly. He's always been more the reserve type of yeah. rider, and then take the wins as they come. Right? He only won two races last year, or two or three races last year. Right. So, so when you look at it that way, you're like, so it, it's, it'd be hard for me to jump from winning two or three races a season ago mm-hmm. to straight up dominating the entire series. Right. It's like um, you just wonder if whose whose eyes are lighting up right now. I'm like. Th- two or three, two guys are out of top XC1 right yeah. now. Like, oh boy, this is my time to get on the podium. This yeah. is my time to to, to take over. So. Yeah, no, exactly. I think that you're going to have, you might have several first-time winners this year. Yeah. You know, um, Ashburn for sure. Right. Toth for sure. I mean, Toth, Toth was with Ben Kelly for half the race. I mean, we're even forgetting about Ricky Russell. Yeah. I mean, he's, he usually gets a strong start, gets out front. <sighs> yeah, and Ricky needs to stay healthy, though. Right. You know, I don't know if he's even 100% right now, is he? Um, not real sure. Yeah, so that, that's somebody that we need to definitely keep an eye on for sure. But why don't you think we're going to get our first uh, guest yeah, on the line? Yeah, get Josh on, uh, see what he's doing. Probably in Florida. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice be in Florida know, right? right now? <clears throat> hey. Hey, Josh. Hey, Hey, how's it going? Good. How, thanks for coming on the show, man. This is uh, Cooper and Brandon. Uh, we appreciate you coming on tonight. How's it going, man? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good. Just um, getting some stuff ready and cleaned up tonight. Um, road crew today and just getting ready for some sand whoops. It's oh, crew yeah. packed because it seems like everybody on Instagram <laughs> is in crew right now. <laughs> yeah, it is slammed. You go around the campground like it is packed. There's definitely no space. <laughs> but um yeah, just searching around, and uh, there's there's still enough room in that property to find a find a empty spot and make a track. So nice, wow. nice. Yeah. Hey, man. So you know, we've been watching you throughout the years, and uh, um, you know, we had Mikey Wayne's on the show a couple weeks ago, and talking about how that you were one of the most technical riders in the you know the the field this year for the GNCC, <clears throat> and. Um, you know, just a stellar ride to start out the season with. You you ran up front most of the race, ended up finishing just off the podium. Um, Got to have a lot of high expectations for this year, huh? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I feel really good on the bike, and finishing out last year, uh, I felt really strong as well, but um, just trying to piece it together. And towards the end of the year, I was, I was figuring it out for sure. And then um, this year, I feel re- really good coming into it. Um, Honestly, I was a little <clears throat> under the weather the last like um, 
or the few weeks coming into big buck. So I wasn't feeling a hundred percent, but, um, I feel really good on the bike. So I don't think my results honestly show how good I felt, but, uh, yeah, so it's got me fired up for round two. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's, it seemed like I was. We were. We kept talking about like like last year at the end of the season. You know, you were you were starting to pick up the speed, to pick up the pace, and it seems like you've carried that into this year. And then now you just got your uh, was is that your first win in in a sprint Dora? Um. Yeah, of the U.S. sprint, right, yeah. I won a, a full gas a while back. But, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean, bringing <clears throat> your speed through that. Um, um, has to feel good, and, and hopefully you can probably carry that over into into this next GNCC round, being week after you know the following week. Right, right. No, I feel like I said really sharp on the bike, and I think that's what matters to me. And uh, unfortunately, I know Lane was a a little hurt with his shoulder, and having Johnny out was a bummer. So <clears throat> competition wasn't totally stacked there, but I kind of know where. Uh, know where i fall like cody barnes was riding really well again and mm. um but yeah overall just feeling good on the bike so yeah. it's uh give me some confidence for florida now i had a question i think a lot of listeners had a question too about it are you guys running the new ktm or are you guys still on the old ktm uh we're gonna be on the old ktm um from what i hear possibly summer break we get to switch over Ooh. but i think it kind of depends on parts availability stuff, and yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, like, yeah. I, I bet, like, coming like from summer break, uh, I bet that's gonna be a huge change for you guys if you do switch <laughs> over to, because it seemed like right. um, the, the Supercross side or have they're having some issues adjusting to the new bike. So, I was just curious about that. Right. Yeah. No, I'm really anxious to ride it. I I haven't got the chance to put a leg over one yet, but I mean, <laughs> they look sick. <laughs> yeah, they, they do look really good. I almost traded my husky in for one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh go, going into the wild boar um is sand something that that you feel like you're a specialist in do you like the sand or or are you more because like we've always known you as a technical <clears throat> rider and when i think of technical terrain i don't necessarily think of sand I, and i know it has its own technicalities that you have to be precise on but i think of like right. rocks and roots and watching you come through snowshoe um uh uh, through um, Howard's hole and not putting a foot down. That's the type of technical <laughs> riding that I that I think of um, at first. Yeah. How do you feel about the sand in Florida? No, I, I enjoy it, and I've I've gotten to spend some time down here in Croom and stuff and really get, adapt and stuff as well as any other rider up there. But um, not it's not what I've grown up riding. Obviously, more more like Howard's hole is what I've grown up riding. But uh, it it's honestly a deep sand like that is – Almost like riding in the winter, how I grew up in the snow. So. Oh, right. Where are you originally from? <laughs> kind of, uh, Connecticut. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, um, I feel good in the, the sand. I feel really good um, this year coming in, just efficient and not using a ton of energy. So I think that's going to be really is the key to be uh, put together a good race in Florida. Yeah, for sure. I, I, like I said, um, I, I, I just – with with the couple guys out with Stu being out and and the other guys, I think that leaves the podium kind of not to say wide open because Ben Ben Kelly's uh, still there. But um, what's what's that do for your confidence? Maybe thinking um, or you know, do you do you like your does your eyes light up and say, oh man, I, I can get on that podium for sure this weekend? Yeah, I mean that's my ultimate goal. Um, I start off and just uh, try to get the the best jump I can and. Uh, put myself in the good position early in the race and 
um, yeah, like, like you said, there's so many guys that are so close to the podium. So it's, you could be second and like last weekend at big buck, for example, like, uh, I definitely faded a little bit at the end, but just got really bad luck with lappers as well. So I just got ran down by Strang and Ashburn and I went from second to like fifth in a blink of an eye. So mm -hmm. it's, uh, I guess with those guys being out, it, it won't be, uh, um, as stacked on the front line, but I think the uh, Europeans as well are going to step it up. Just getting some experience from round one. Yeah, yeah. We were talking about that before we brought you on. Um, you know, those Europeans they they look good in the sand, and now they have a race under their belt. They kind of know what to expect a little bit more. So that could be definitely something to watch out for. Um, right. But uh, you know, going back to the big buck race, um, you got you and Ben Kelly jumped out front, and you guys kind of ran away at the beginning. And you know, we hear a lot of guys talk, um, and it seems like it's more and more every season talking about um, lap riders issues. And um, does it just <clears throat> do you have to almost find a different flow uh, to your riding once you get into the lappers, or is it just taking you out of your flow so much that? It's almost kind of like just a barn burner trying to get through there. It's it's kind of hit or miss, honestly. It's kind of the luck of the draw where you catch somebody and and their ability to get out of the way as well. Um, yeah, just kind of had bad luck at the end of the race there. Just you catch somebody and then they didn't have anywhere to go. It'd be like in the bike only section and it's just pine trees. They can't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. So, but um, yeah, working on that too. Just giving everyone trying to get the lappers like a heads up kind of before i get to them a little more but then you kind of have to look so far ahead and see look for helmets you know coming up as the laps go on <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure but, uh, i'm sure the hardest thing is just finding the right line to take like all right this line over here there's nobody here then <clears throat> and then if you get in that line and then the next thing you know there's a guy like laying in a rut you're like oh man right. it's like that, i bet that's one of the hardest things to do is to judge it, uh lines it is super tricky too once you get like a really good race line down and you put two good laps in or so and then you come around the next lap and then there's a lapper right in that line. You're like, man, I got to change over and then kind of ruins the flow or a couple lines don't connect. Like, uh, if you miss one part of it, you know, right. It's like, um, it, you don't want to bring it back or keep bringing it back. But like Stu, uh, when he wrecked, he didn't take that line all day yeah. to the right. And then that's, yeah, he ended up, you know, exactly going down. So I always think about that. Like if you don't take that line every lap and you've been taking it and then you take a new line, you're just like, you don't really know what to expect. Yeah. It is definitely risky too, and as the race goes on, you have to get creative to pick through those guys, and you're tired, and they're tired, so yeah, you're hitting lines that and holes differently than you have been all day, so it's tricky. Now, recently, I've heard Stu talking about um, how he uh, approaches a track going into the weekend, how many times he's mountain biking it, um, yeah, and you know, like trying to set up um, landmarks for trying to to, to memorize <clears throat> where the track is. Is that so, something like that? Like, what's your style of approaching a track? And do you do you try to find? Um, are you able to to basically memorize the whole track? Because I feel like some of you guys have to have almost photographic memories to memorize uh, a thirteen mile track. Yeah, no, I I do try to pick out something that stands out and remember those. And as the years go on, I get a little bit more experience. Like I'm sure Stu's been racing big bucks since he was four years old right. so he knows every every hole but um 
that's how it is. As the years go on, I kind of learn the properties better. And even that's a big part of it too, is just knowing where you are on the property and kind of a general idea how much longer you have in a lap. Mm -hmm. So even if I don't know exactly what's coming up, I know how much, how many miles I have left, you know, till pit or the finish. So, yeah. So speaking of, um, when did you start riding? Was you like, did you start riding like age of five or what, 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 when did you get into riding yourself? Um, about like three and a half or four years old, I started on a dirt bike. Yeah. A little 50. So yeah, about 20 years now. It's crazy (laughs) to think about. Isn't it? But, uh, did yeah. you did you always ride the woods or did you do a little bit of motocross or Yeah. No, I grew up in, in Connecticut, um, riding local hair scrambles or we actually started in junior enduros and it's pretty low key racing, but there's not any legal riding areas up there. So it's just a place it's like if you sign up for a race that's just uh, an opportunity to kind of ride a new place, you know? Mm-hmm. That's how we got into it and not really a competitive aspect just to ride new places and <clears throat> as the years went on it moved into like hair scrambles and then yeah now here we are <laughs> now we've we've heard uh when it comes to talking about you we've heard a lot of people talk about you know the sprint and dirt races and that style <clears throat> of racing which do you prefer does it when it comes down to it uh which do you enjoy more and it might not you know it might be a tie i guess but uh between like the three hour races uh that you get at a gncc or like the the time trials um at, at a sprint enduro yeah no i i really love the the enduro formats mm-hmm. as well as like sprint and national enduros mm-hmm. um just the the technical aspect of it the sprint is cool like it is very different you get to go there and you really have to memorize those tests to, and just go all out and hit your marks and uh that is really cool i enjoy that but also national enduros you just go out there you can't pre-ride the track or anything you just read the trail as it comes and i i, I really enjoyed that i think that's my favorite type but um i never grew up to do like any type of motocross either but i i would love to do that someday just um the more intense racing too yeah, you got to hook up a string there. I think he's trying to qualify <laughs> for the red is this with this year. <laughs> is he? Yes. Yeah, no. I'd love to. That's my dream. I uh I grew up just riding in the woods and stuff and as it took me to to racing GNCC, but I never really got the opportunity to do that and but I just got into it to enjoy riding my bike and that's uh just the new opportunities and new places. So yeah. like Enduros in that format, I think is super cool. Yeah. I've been, I'm really like, I was really curious about the national Enduros. Um, now is it, cause I, I do the sprint Enduros, but how, how yeah. the national Enduros stack up like with the sprint Enduros? Cause like, it, <clears throat> cause it's kind of like a, like you do different tests, right? Right. Yeah. You do like six sections throughout the day typically. And, uh, you never hit the same one twice mm-hmm. so you're just reading new new terrain all day and it's i guess 60 to 80 miles long a day oh wow so you get some more riding in and um <clears throat> yeah just more technical like single track and they get to add in some stuff that's kind of tricky and as you're reading it at speed and trying to go super fast it's it makes it more technical is it like any hard enduro stuff or is it or is it kind of mild enduro uh more like mild enduros like 
they get into I guess the pro only section, section six sometimes. They they add in some gnarly stuff, but it's nothing like impassable like a hard enduro would be or to bottle you up, but just uh really make it difficult to go fast. I got you. Yeah, I was curious to try on one. I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. I don't like that real hard indoor stuff. <laughs> I, I'd yeah. rather watch it on YouTube. Have not, you not have you done a, have you done like a hard hard enduro? Yeah, yeah. I uh I'm a big fan of that as well. Like I said, my I grew up in my backyard looks like Howard's hole. <laughs> but uh, so I just grew up riding the rocks and roots and uh I I've done tough like roar a few times and I actually I won that before in oh, wow. 2017 so and uh yeah i've gotten second and 18 to ben i kind of had a bike issue but uh yeah so we're both into the hard enduro as well but there's so many races to do between enduros and gncc just can't do it all <laughs> oh yeah for sure for sure now now when it comes to the gncc schedule and you being from uh connecticut like you are um is there a certain track that you always like circle is, or, uh, is that your favorite? Uh, you know, we've mentioned snowshoe several times as, as a very technical track. Uh, what are a couple of tracks that, that you highlight on your schedule thinking like, these are, these are my bread and butter tracks. Yeah, no, I really love like pretty much any track in West Virginia. They're always pretty rocky and, um, yeah. Any of the older ones, I'm trying to remember the name. I think Mountaineer yeah. is a really good one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, snowshoe and, uh, yeah, I was thinking of the old mountaineer. I think the new one at the Boy Scout is ca- called that as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we probably, okay. probably think of Mason town, Mason town, Mason. Yeah. That's very what rocky. I'm yeah. 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 So both of those, all those tracks are really good. I just, uh, yeah, I really like the rocks. Yeah. You don't get much of that at the, at the high point round, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the one no. kind of. I guess you would consider it out a West Virginia track since half of it's in West Virginia. Yeah. <laughs> but that right. track, for some reason, the past several years has always ended up being a dust bowl. <laughs> yeah. And that one's cool. I, any track with, like, I really enjoy the elevation, too. Mm-hmm. Like, Seal Creek, we don't have any more, but that was a cool one. Yeah. So when it comes to uh, training, um, are you, you know, you got a lot of like road bike guys, mountain bike guys, uh, gym guys, you know, what's your favorite type of training and um, uh, what do you do to, to try to, uh, I guess, mimic being on the bike and, and getting, getting fit? Yeah. I mean, ideally the best type of training is on the bike, on the dirt bike, but uh, otherwise I really enjoy the mountain bike and cycling aspect of it too. Um, pedal works in air Carolina pedal works hooked me up this year with some sick, uh, sick bicycles. So nice. been riding those a bunch and, um, yeah, any, any bicycle really, I've gotten more and more into that the last few years because that is such an important role of it. Um, it's a big part of it and enjoying it is, uh, is, uh, <laughs> the only option really when you're doing it, have that much time on the saddle. Right. It's, uh. Yeah, no, but you... uh, the last few years we've made a cool like road trip, and uh, I've done a lot of mountain biking out in like out west and stuff. So oh, sweet! Really enjoy that. You yeah, t- you take the the dirt bike with you out there too, or you just just oh yeah, bike? <laughs> that's <laughs> yep. what I figured. <laughs> um, now, what do you do? Like, what what do you do to get away from like dirt bikes? Is there anything that you do like video games, golf, uh, guitar, whatever. I mean, you know what you guys do. Yeah. No, not much. <laughs> not much. Yeah. I'm, I'm around it all the time. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Now I like to build stuff around the yard. Uh, my house, some jumps, bicycle jumps and stuff like that. Oh, Just, nice. uh, 
stay active and I don't know. I just really enjoy riding bikes. So. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> that's it, what I'm into. It's about a common answer. We usually get once in a while. We'll get a guy that's like, ah, I just like to step away. But most most of you guys like to um, be around motors and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. So, Tank around stuff. <laughs> so are you a, are you a big uh, Supercross fan or or yeah? Or no, I, honestly, I can't say I have been this year. I haven't been on top of it. Just busy. I miss a race, and then I missed the last two i haven't been on top of it but uh yeah i do watch those okay okay because that's that's also kind of a mixed uh review that we get with uh um uh with With you guys yeah Yeah, with the gncc side but uh uh who do you think if who you think's going to win the uh the 450 championship this year in supercross he's like brandon and i've been debating it uh, (laughs) before you came on the show (laughs) um i think it's going to be between uh tomac or anderson yeah was it uh, six point Six point advantage right yeah, now. Yeah, I honestly Tomac don't has. even yeah. know. Just just from what I've seen, see, seeing them ride, and they just seem more more aggressive and and quicker than the the rest. Yeah, to, Anderson it's seems like he's got the raw speed right now. That but he also seems like he he's very put himself in a lot of situations to make a lot of mistakes. So <laughs> yeah, I, like I said, I haven't watched the last one, but from what I saw on Instagram, was, yeah, yeah, it was exciting. Down. If you have a chance, <laughs> if you have, if you have a chance, that's probably the most exciting race of the season so yeah. far. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, yeah my peacock app went down. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> it really stinks that uh, the the wild boar, not yeah, the wild boar and uh, the Daytona is like in the same weekend. Yeah, I like, know. You guys you are see, so close. You see some of the ATV guys get to go over um, right after uh, they race. Right after they race, they go over there. But I, I would assume that the bike guys don't want to be out late the night before their race. <laughs> <laughs> not ideally, no. no I was, uh, yeah, now. I guess last year I didn't race, so I went out to Supercross and checked that out and got to have have a good night awesome. before the before Sunday. But uh, yeah, not when I'm racing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess what you could do since you're going to be in that area is go run Amateur Day. <clears throat> what is that Monday or Sunday? Well, no, that is Sunday, and then never mind. I was say you can go run Amateur at Daytona and just <laughs> yeah. No, that would be that's a dream. That's a, on the bucket list. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So we have a couple of questions for you uh, from our listeners uh, that have been watching live. Um, yeah. Uh, one of them says, "What would you like? Best advice for someone new to the sport that's just just now getting into the sport <clears throat> uh, of racing GNCC?" Yeah. No. Um, keep it fun. I mean. It's easy to get in, in sucked into it and then, uh, I don't know, get so focused into it, chasing points, chasing everything, and suck the fun out of it. And you see that in a lot of people. But, yeah, ideally, that's my first thing I, I tell everyone when you're getting into it. Just keep it fun. Yeah. Many parents usually suck the fun out of everything. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, shoot. And then and that's I'll... what I tell the mini parents too. I'm like, just keep it fun. Don't pressure the kid. Let him do it. Yeah, Brandon, He'll keep do it, it fun. Keep it fun. <laughs> that's, right. hey, that's what I'm trying, man. You, you're coming too. He's coming. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we both got little ones right now. Uh, yeah. uh, oh, nice. Ripped yeah. around the P dub and and the Stasic still for for yeah. me, but. Uh, yeah, it, it's fun just to watch them uh, just enjoy riding first and foremost. <laughs> yeah, no, it is super cool. I like uh, like watching like the Stasic race or any of the micro races on the weekends and seeing the little Groms rip it up. Yeah, my my boy ran the um, Mountaineer. Was it? Yeah, it was the Mountaineer. Yeah, the Mountaineer um, for the first time last first GNCC race. 
and uh, now we're doing this the the full gas sprint Doras now so he's on the cobra yep. now so it um nice yeah we're we're, we're gonna build our way up to to the some more gncc racing <laughs> yeah yeah no that's cool uh so another question that we have is is uh your deal with with uh ktm um how how where are you at in that deal right now uh when does your deal come up for renegotiation or 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 whatever that is yep i'm up uh up for grabs this the end of this year possibly but uh no i'm in a two-year deal right now and this is my second year okay yep my uh i originally signed for three years in 2018 and then another two years so yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, you keep it up, man. Yeah, I don't, absolutely. I don't think you're yeah. Any yeah. I don't think. I don't think we'll be seeing you on anything else for sure. No. Uh, no. The KTM's a sick bike, so no complaints. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Josh, uh, before we let you go, we have a question that we ask everybody uh, when they're on the podcast for the first time. Uh, if you had to pick one fast food restaurant and one uh, candy bar for the rest of your life, what would it be? This is the toughest <clears throat> question of the <clears throat> show. <laughs> yeah. I'd say uh, I'd say a Reese's for a candy bar. I knew I liked them. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> and then uh, fast food, huh? Man, for the rest of my life. <laughs> He's like, uh, man. I don't know. I'd, I'm going to say Burger King, maybe. Burger King. Okay. He's a Whopper. You Whopper guy? Uh, they got the chicken fries. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's my best. I think that's our first Burger King, though. I think that is our first Burger King. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Usually it's like the Chipotle or the... the. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. I was thinking of fast food, like junk food. Food, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. Well, Chipotle, I, I grabbed that a couple times a week. <laughs> a lot of guys, uh, they, say if you have, they say if you have a drive through window, it counts as fast food. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shoot, man. Well, Josh, thank you for coming on the show, man. We definitely appreciate it. I uh, look forward to possibly having you on the show in, in the future. And yeah, man, good luck at, good luck at Wildborn. We're mm-hmm. going to be watching for sure. Um, we're not going to be able to make it to this round. Uh, we're actually in West Virginia, so it's going to be a that'd be a little little far of a drive for us but uh (laughs) but when you guys get back up closer to west virginia we're gonna be making it to the rounds and uh uh, be able to see you guys in person but um uh, yeah good good luck this weekend man yeah no i appreciate it thanks for having me on all right all right man man. we'll we'll, we'll talk to you down the road all right right, yeah i mean uh I don't see why I can't put it on the podium. No, absolutely not. I mean, you know, he he was right there and had, you know, second potentially until, you know, like he said, lappers kind of got made a situation to where, uh, you know, you know, Josh strength finishing second in that race um, at the big buck, that experience you know, Josh has so, or Strang has so much experience coming through the pack and and, and racing um, at that level that, you know, he he's seen a thing or been a thing, been around the block a, oh, yeah. a, a couple more times than, <laughs> than uh, Josh Toth has. But um, uh, you know, I, I look for Josh to be able to grow this season mm-hmm. even further into this position, and I like to see him on the podium significantly oh, yeah. uh, a, a lot this year. I, I mean, uh, I hope you don't. You know, I'm, I'm not trying to since he came on. I'm not trying to say anything, but I'm just saying I think he can win. Yeah, I think he has the speed to win. I yeah. think if he can put the whole three hours together. <laughs> 
I think he can get a, a win sometime yeah. this year. Yeah, and it seems like it's it's with so many of the younger riders, it is putting that third hour into right. the. You know, we talk about like Lane Michael. Um, you know, um, which glad to see that he he's going to be back yeah. um, uh, this weekend. Uh, talk about guys that are younger, but. Uh, it's that third hour. Um, even like Ricky Russell, we talked about him. Um, he's always seemed to struggle in that third hour. So mm-hmm. it's the guys that can put that third hour. Um, that's when the cream kind of rises to the top. Right. So, and, and I, I look for Strang to be able to, or I'm sorry, um, Toth to be able to, to put it on the box and right. uh, potentially win this year for sure. You know, it's funny I was, as you're sitting here talking about and say like the young guys, and you know, you know, I'm sure they're 22, 21, 23 years old, and and after if you're watching Supercross and you hear these guys like Cooper Webb, he's like 27, like probably thinking about retiring or Tomac at 29 retiring. Yeah. Um, and like, we're just like, Oh, they're just starting to get in their, their it's, groove. It's funny, you know, you know like, even on the ATV side as well, mm-hmm. it seems like the, the GNCC um, uh, pro career mm-hmm. is a longer, steadier grow right. than, than motocross That's and crazy. Supercross. Um, it just seems like 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 that's just how it is for some reason. Right. I mean, but I, you're kind of starting to see, you're kind of starting to see it a little bit trickle over into Supercross as well. Like you know, Tomac and and Jason I mean, Anderson, like both of these guys. Yeah, but I mean, there about Tomac was like talking about retiring if he didn't switch teams. I mean, he was probably going to be done. Yeah, but you know, you know, at, they're trying. They're at, trying to extend it at the age that these guys are at right now. Like Tomac and Anderson, they're both 29 years old, right? Yeah. Um. So they both are in a situation where at that age uh jerry mcgrath he was he was retiring at that age and they're battling for championships looking better than they ever been before right so it's interesting i'm just curious i wonder if it comes down to how they train like i like to like i would love to somehow like take like um ben kelly cooper webb you know josh toth and, and and those guys and like do you guys do the same training regiment yeah or do they train different because like yeah. Supercross is a sprint, you know. I mean, twenty-minute sprint. Um, motocross is just a demanding sport for forty. Was it forty? Thirty-minute minutes? Forty-minute minutes? I can't remember. Um, not forty. Not forty. It's thirty. It's thirty. God, uh, could you imagine forty-minute motos? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, but I mean, I wonder if it's like, like if they train so different. Because I mean, I feel like a motocross guy and a supercross guy, they they train a little bit to get the heart rates up really yeah. high. And keep him there for a short period where the GNT got see guys like train for that three hour race. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm wondering if that has to play into to it all um, yeah. about how you trained. <sighs> I mean, because you got there and bust your butt like year in and year out like that to train that hard. And, and I'm, yeah, I'm just you, you know, and I think that's where we talk about that third hour mm-hmm. thing. And I wonder like how many, how often are these guys, are they going for three hour bike rides? Right. Are they going for? You would think they're probably going on six-hour bike rides because usually you got to go over, got to overtrain so you can fit into that. Yeah, at least that's the way I always think. Yeah, like you think you need to go up. But you see, you know, you see heart rate monitors from these guys that they're they're yeah, spiking they're just like the right. just like the motocross guys are, right. just like the supercross guys that's are. What I'm just curious. I'm, I'm, I think supercross is the the easiest on your body as far as like the high. Um, I think is the high you heart get rate. Short, you get short periods. Of racing. Well, and then it's also more of a just a flow sport. Right. You're not pounding through right. a lot of the tracks. You know what I mean? It's yeah. more of like, you know, you got your whoop sections that I'm sure are really 
taxing on the body. Right. But for the most part, you're, you're just in rhythm and just kind of like the more flowing you are, the faster you are. Right. And I would say the more flowing you are, the lower your heart rate is right. as well. I'm sure right now Austin Fork is like, dude, no, it's pretty brutal. <laughs> oh, it's pretty brutal on him for sure. Him and AC. <laughs> yeah. Random Hondas fly, like, falling is, out of the sky. Is it like pro circuit curse right now? AC, Forkner, uh, was it Cameron McAdoo, McAdoo last year? Yeah. Um, Cameron looks good this Jordan year, though. Jordan Smith was on the pro yeah. circuit. Like, who, who's left? Joe Shimoda? <laughs> I he, mean, it's a he, curse right now, yeah, I think. The high, it might be. It uh, might I think be. someone's got like a voodoo doll for Mitch Payton's team. I'm not <laughs> maybe, sure. Maybe. I wouldn't <laughs> want to sign up for Mitch Payton's team no, right, now. right now. man. <laughs> so, uh, what do you say we get uh, Mr. Brandon Owens on the line? And even Jet Reynolds. I've yeah. No, you're exactly right. <laughs> like, Man, that's a good like, point. Oof. There's not much left. No. They're going to be bringing up some privateers here before oh long. Oh, my gosh. I, I think I'd be like, no, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, well, guys, we're going to go ahead and get yeah, our get XC2 um, runner-up mm-hmm. uh, this week from um, uh, Big Buck on the line, Brandon Owens. He's coming on, um, friend of the show. Uh, it's excited, exciting to talk about talk to him, talk about uh, Wild Boar um, and uh, – you know, I, I mean, I'm really excited to see this ATV race um, Saturday. I feel like it is um, – it was such a good race last week mm-hmm. that I, I'm feeling like it can only be just as good, if not better, this week. Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> What's up, Brandon? What's going on? Oh, hey, there you are, man. How's it going? <laughs> Oh, it's going. It's going. <laughs> hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely, yeah. man. Are you uh, are you living it up in Florida right now? Well, I'm in Brunswick, Georgia at the moment. Okay. <laughs> we're, he's, we're at a truck wash, getting ready to head to the track after. Yeah, he's he's on his way to Florida. Yeah. <laughs> so have you uh, have you stayed down south uh, for the past uh, several weeks since um, since the. Uh, um, the opening round at, at Big Buck? Uh, no, I was there before Big Buck. We went down for, what was it, two weeks? Yeah, we went down for two weeks, and we went to Croom. We were with all those guys for a week, and then we ended up going to the Mideast and racing, and then the first round of the Mideast, and then we went and stayed at Georgia, or GTR, till uh, the first round, and then we came back, and... Then I'll be staying down in between Florida and Georgia. Yeah. Okay. I was going to ask you, you going to be at Kroom? Uh, yeah, I think we're going to stop by Kroom. I got you. Yeah. Nice. So, uh, you know, going into this season, it was kind of up in the air whether you were going to, um, uh, maybe not for you, but for uh, uh, us, we wasn't sure if you were going to end up running pro this season or or going back to XC2. Uh, what went into that decision? And uh, talk us through a little bit about that. Um, as much as I wanted to move up, I mean, I'm still young. Yeah. I don't have, I don't have the experience like those guys have. Mm-hmm. And I raced, I raced XC1 the last round last year and I feel I me, mean, I felt good. I was sick, but I still was running pretty decent. And I just figured, I mean, I'd like to stay back and try to at least get a championship or something before I really get dead set on that call, you know? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I definitely respect that, that decision. And, and um, it looks like it. You know, after the first round of GNCC, you know, second place is pretty daggone good. Yeah, I felt really good. I just, we had, I had a little get together off the start and I ended up having some rear shock issues and dealt with that all day. But other than that, I couldn't, I couldn't, couldn't be any happier with a second place first round. I usually start off pretty slow. 
Yeah, for sure. Now, I personally was glad to see you go back to the XC2 class this year. I felt like, you know, like you said, you're pretty young still, and and this is a really good opportunity for you to, for you to potentially win a championship this year. Um, uh, and, it, it, you know, it's exciting to see that good of racing. You know, um, uh, Jay Shadron is it, definitely a fast guy that you're uh, going up against as well as uh, other guys in the class. And, um, I, you know, I think it only could go up from here, um, you know, and also finishing just outside the top ten overall. Uh, the, a solid first round for sure at Big Buck. Oh, yeah, I'm happy with it. I think it's going to be a good season, especially everybody's super fast in the class. I mean, you have Jay, Wyatt, just everybody, really. Mm. Everybody's super fast. And it's, I mean, we're all pretty good friends. I, I can't wait to see how it plays out. How how we uh, how we feeling about uh, this weekend coming up? Is Wild Boar uh, one of your favorites, or? Well, I was down at Croom, and first couple of days I was actually struggling a good bit, and then kind of just went off by myself for a couple couple hours and figured it out. And my last couple of days down there, I really started to to understand the sand a lot more because that was my first time ever just going down to Florida just to ride, you know. Mm -hmm. And once I once I kind of got in the groove and started understanding it a little bit more, I felt a lot more comfortable. Yeah. So I, I'm sure it's I'm just going to Florida. It's going to be like pretty much just a survival round. I want, I'd like, I'd love to get a podium. That's my goal. Right. I'm sure the sand is a little different to, to get used to because it probably feels like it's sucking your bike, especially on the quad, you know, those quad ruts, you get a little bit over it. Just like pull, feel, it probably feels like it's pulling that quad a little bit, um, suck you over to the berm and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's just weird. I don't, know. <laughs> I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it's really weird. Cause I, I could just picture like being on the quad and like, cause I've never rode a quad in the same before. Um, but, uh, been rode in the mud. Does it feel like, is it like, like riding into like uh, dust or mud or, or is it just everything weird? <laughs> it's something, it, I don't know. It's, it's just hard to explain. It's something of its own. <laughs> I got you. Doesn't doesn't really feel like anything else. It's just something you just kind of got to get used to. I feel I feel like it'd feel like a lot of power loss, just a lot of lugging through. Yeah, yeah, through sand that that. Uh, uh, so you know that, you know, with with uh, this round and the next round being in Georgia, what's the first round you know that you're circling on the schedule? Like, okay, now that's my type of terrain. Um, uh, like, what are you looking forward to getting back to? Um. So I'm from West Virginia. Yeah. I'm like right on the West Virginia Ohio line. So pretty John much Pitt. all my favorite races. Well, yeah, like once we're John Pinton's only like 45 minutes from my house. So once I'm like back up in that area, High Point, even Iron Man, even everywhere up in there, I love. It's just it's hard for me to start out down here because it's something I don't get to practice that often. Right. Right. Yeah. It's hard to. I mean, if you don't go down. Um, a couple of weeks before the season starts and ride and, and ride in that kind of terrain, um, you're kind of like really behind the eight ball uh, going into it. So um, that that was always because we're from West Virginia too, and we used to race and it, well, not used to. I still do, you know, the other guy. But anyways, <laughs> uh, uh, we, it was always hard to uh, if you didn't go down south and ride or do whatever. You're always kind of behind the eight ball coming into it, and um, especially that different the different terrain and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. I noticed that this year, especially just going down there for the two weeks or whatever it was, and even going to the first round and just noticing how much better I felt. Even with a blown rear shock, I just felt like I was still 
Hmm. Like, perf- like I could have ran another two hours. Are you? Did Did you graduate high school? Or are you still in? Yeah, I graduated. High okay, school. I, I I couldn't remember. I was like, I knew he was right around the border. Yeah. Now, did you know, Brandon? Did you know that he blew his shock? Like, wasn't it the first or second turn when you did that? Yes, yeah, second. Second turn. We had a little get together with a couple guys. So for the whole two hours with the blown shock. Yeah, I'm sure Oof. that uh, I'm sure that was rough on the lower back. <laughs> yeah, the back. It really, I mean, my back was hurting, but other than that, I really didn't notice anything else. I felt pretty good. I just had to learn how to ride with it first lap. I struggled a little bit, but after that, I pretty much figured it out. He doesn't sit down like us. <laughs> <laughs> he stands up, man. Yeah. <laughs> uh, See, plenty of standing up. Uh, uh, us guys, you know, we just sit down and ride a lot, and <laughs> us da- dad bod guys. <laughs> Oh shoot, that's awesome! But uh, so um, we got. So you think you got the bike figured out and everything for this weekend? Yeah, I'm. I'm. Uh, I took a set of shocks in there with me, and I tested on them while I was down there in Kroom, and I messed with them a little bit, and I think I've got them where I want them. Do you do you have now? That, you know, you have stuff set up for Kroom. Do you have specific setups that you? You know, like those shocks, like those are your, your, I guess, Florida shocks. Is that how you do it? Or or um, I, I didn't know how much you change the bike per, you know, I guess I guess right. once you get up north, it probably doesn't change very much. But how much do you change going down in those conditions? Um, I've never really changed anything. Like Big Buck, I won't change anything. Georgia, uh-huh. I won't change anything. But places like, excuse me, last year, like uh, Camp Coker in Florida, I, I tweak them just a little bit just to try to get it, I mean, kind of close because those are two rounds I really struggle with. So anything I can get really helps me. Yeah. yeah. Are you uh, are you keeping old man McGill in line? <laughs> trying to. It's hard to keep him down, you know. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I know last time we uh, uh, we talked to you, um, uh, we talked about uh, trying to get together and going mountain biking sometime. We still need to – we still need to do that, but uh, we need, we need to get Brandon on a mountain bike here first. Or <laughs> Bra- this Brandon. This Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> no, this summer for sure. You just have to get a hold of me. Yeah, yeah. Cause you, you still go to Mount Wood. Say that again. You still go in the Mount Wood and ride? Yeah. No. Yeah, I go there all through the summer. Nice. 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 Yeah. nice. Well. Yeah. I, I get an e-bike though. You guys can ride your Q stick. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. That'll work. I do that with a couple of my buddies. They'll bring e-bikes and we'll ride. And it's pretty fun still. I'd probably need an e-bike just to, <laughs> to keep if, up if we're going to ride with those guys, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I got into road biking a lot this summer and I really enjoyed it too. Oh man. I don't know why. Just road biking makes me feel dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <Yeah. laughs> That's because, uh, that's because he knows guys like me, or we'll see him on the side of the road, probably trying to run him off. <laughs> oh, you definitely got to watch what you're doing. There's some, there's some people out there there's you got to watch for. <laughs> oh, shoot, yeah. So, um, so we're gonna see on, see you on the podium this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hoping so. <laughs> Hoping so. Oh, shoot. Now, yeah, hey. Brandon, did you? He was a huge good pick for uh, split line uh, fantasy this weekend or the past weekend. So we had to lower his handicap quite a bit. So Uh he's not quite as easy as a pick this week. Oh, man. (laughs) 
only thing I got to say is I was just picking his name because, you know, his name was kind of the same as mine, Brandon and Brandon. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I know he would do good uh, coming off, and that's why I picked him. So. Yeah, I'm hoping so. <laughs> yeah, we uh, – this, uh, this fantasy game's taken off, so we're hoping that we get, you know, guys coming up to you, talking talking to the riders, saying, hey, how you feeling today? Can I pick you on my team? <laughs> that's, <laughs> I, that's what we're looking for, you know, just stuff like that. <laughs> I've been hearing a lot of buzz about it. I think you guys are going to do something big with that. Oh, yeah, man. I mean, you know, I've, uh, we've, we've, we've been talking about it for a couple of years now, and we finally decided to pull the – Pull, pull the, the plug trigger. on it, pull the trigger on it, and, and, and try to uh-huh. try to make it a thing. Yeah, it's pretty, definitely cool with what you guys are doing with that. You, you going to make it up the fast tracks any this this year? Yeah, I pretty much live at fast tracks through the summer. Nice. Right, so that's, that's what when I get. We uh, we do too. We I usually try to get up there on Saturday. Well, I used to go up for Saturday. Sunday I don't stay around too much, but. Saturday, I usually try to get up there and, and go to every round. So I have to meet up with you up there. Yeah, get a hold of me. I mean, I love that place. I try to get up there as much as I can when there's not – when I get some time, you know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Uh, I just summer. love it because it's just, it's just fun riding. It's just – It's fun. It's a good spectator's track. It's mm-hmm. good practice. It's just everything. You feel like you ran a two-hour race when you get done. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I got the quad. I'm thinking about bringing the quad because I, I usually ride bike um up there but i'm thinking about bringing my quad i'm gonna to try to run the morning bike and then hop on the quad and do uh <laughs> and do the quad but uh i'm thinking Dude, about... it's gonna work you <laughs> it's gonna work. I, I, I figure because all the ruts like how the ruts form i bet that first lap is just brutal first lap is definitely brutal but yeah. after that you kind of they kind of get a nice little flow in them and you can take pretty much ride sprint to the end but yeah after slap is something else. So that's kind of like a mountain state, what you're describing, Brandon, right? Like uh, uh, with the bikes bit. being first. and. But the thing is with mountain state is the, like fast tracks, ruts get so deep there because that dirt is just, just so rich. Lummy. Yeah. It just, it's right it, by the river. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's just so rich, man. It, it'll it literally just tear up like the first lap on dirt bikes in the morning and you're running out there. And like it'll just, like next lap you come through, there's like a foot peg deep rut. I'm like, oh my God. Like, so I can only imagine on the bikes or getting on the quad and going out there. I'm going to try it this year, I think. So How many like a, uh, dirt bike races are there? Three, right? Uh, Yeah, there's 11 and 130 and three. I'm prob- I'm prob- yeah. I usually ride the 11 and 130, so I'm probably going to try to do the 11, 130, and then take take an hour off and then hop on the quad at four. <laughs> I've been looking into a couple of dirt bikes. I might, I might give me one and come down and try it down there. I've always wanted to ride it dirt bike on that place it's it's safe it's a safe dirt bike as long as you can handle the ruts you're good i think mcgill yeah. does it right mcgill brings his bike out sometimes he used to i think he got rid of that thing it was sweet though. <laughs> he's probably trying to figure out how to get that motor in that quad and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> since he's still in the honda now nah, it seems like every time i see mcgill go out there he's on the he's on the the 250 <laughs> yeah ripping that thing around through Two the woods that's, yeah that's pretty cool <laughs> We oh, we losing. Hang on. Still there? Hello. Okay, yep. there we go. Oh, You're sorry good. about that, man. <laughs> so, hey, Brandon, uh, we're gonna let you go. We appreciate you coming on the show today, man. Um, like I said, definitely looking forward to seeing the uh, the battle in the XC2 class. Uh, mm-hmm. 
uh, absolute championship contender this year, uh, without a doubt. So we're excited to see uh, what you do throughout the season. Um, uh, also, you know, a, a good solid uh, fantasy pick as well, if you guys are looking. <laughs> uh, but, uh, Brandon, you know, again, thanks for coming on the show, man, and uh, uh, good luck in Florida this weekend. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me, too. No problem, man. Anytime, if you want to come on or we'll shoot back out, you can get back on. Yeah, we'll uh, yeah, and we'll we'll set up a mountain bike ride uh, this uh, this summer for sure. Yeah, definitely have to do that. Uh, all right, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, take all right, it man. easy. You too. Safe trip. Yeah, it's, XC two classes is uh, going to be stacked this year. Man, I tell you what, I think the quad races are this whole season. The XC two, XC one. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really good good year. Um, are you just being biased because you're a quad rider? I I think I think <laughs> there's gonna be one. I think there's gonna be good racing throughout. It is, yeah. I mean, if you think about the class, dude. I mean, when you okay, look at that. Which was the what was the best race of uh, Big Buck? I mean, I don't know the fifties. <laughs> the best televised race. <laughs> the televised race. No, I mean, I mean the quads were definitely a, a good show. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, it's gonna be a good show. I love it's quad racing. Be, yeah. I'm just giving you a hard time. That's all. I'm just giving you a hard. I mean, no, you see my shirt. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Brandon bro- broke out a uh, vintage. It's 2000. It's 2013 considered vintage. It is these days. Yeah, Steel City. Right, man. That used to. This was the last year they raced Steel City. For, yeah, for anybody, quads or bikes. Yeah, yeah. man, that's sad. I, I didn't even get the race that day. We went all the way up there, and was it like the sky shot? Yeah, I sit. We didn't make it for Friday practice. I went up on Saturday, Saturday morning, and it was kind of muddy. I was like, I got to send it. I got to hit it because I won't hit it in the race if I don't hit it now. First lap in practice or second lap? I think it was first lap. Cased it hard. <laughs> Spring literally shut. Like would not release. It got stuck. I ever tell you the story yeah, about you Jason? T- yes, tell me again, though, oh, please. <laughs> so, anyways, the, the shock spring is like stuck, right? It's, yeah. I mean, like the coil itself is like it's like up, and then you still got the base of the shock. Yeah. So we take it off, and uh, Mark Bald Baldwin um, did my shocks and stuff for me. So, I, so he was right at the race, and I was like, well, maybe I can take it off. Maybe he has a tool or something he can, because the only thing that was wrong with it, the spring just kind of got up there and got hinged, and. Um, Never seen one before, but so we take it off the bike and our buddy Jason, Mr. Hollywood. And uh, so we're walking over there. So we go back to uh, Mr. Baldwin's uh, trailer there and and uh, we're standing there waiting patiently and stuff. And he's sitting there holding that shock. And here comes Mark Baldwin. And he's like, hey, man, can you, can you fix this shock? And Mark's like, whoa, dude, what are you doing? Like if that spring, <laughs> like you can kill somebody or take someone's hand off, man. But uh, yeah, I'll never forget that, man. It was so funny. Like he's like, point that thing down. It's a load of gun. <laughs> the good Jason. Times. The good times. So unfortunately, I had to push the bike back in the trailer. We'll see if Jason's listening because he'll he'll uh, you'll be he'll texting. be calling or I texting. I told you not to say anything. Told you not to say anything. <laughs> Did you know that he almost caught my wife on fire at our other wedding? I heard. I heard. <laughs> Sparklers. Sparklers. Jason decided to light a oh, hundred of them at the same time, and then blame my grandma. Yeah. And then blame my grandma. That sounds about right. That sounds <laughs> yeah. about right. Yeah. So. Uh, Memorable weekends. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Hey, we gotta make picks before we get off here. What kind of picks? Do you want? Hey, uh, we weren't really prepared for this, so we won't do it now. I was gonna say, make you uh, tell me what your fantasy uh, fantasy picks picks are. Oh no, I haven't even looked at that yet. It'll be a secret. I mean, 
you know, I approved the pars, and when you sent them over, I was like, yeah, they look good, but I didn't really look at approve them. Approve them. <laughs> Listen to you. All right, boss man, approve them. <laughs> well, I mean, I meant like, I know what you, you know mean. what I mean. No, uh, I know what you meant. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, uh, give me your podium for for the ATVs and the podium for the dirt bikes. Oh, man. Oh, ATVs. Um, you got to go Fowler. Uh, Walker Fowler. <laughs> What was that? I'm trying to get music ready so you're not on my butt oh as soon as we... Uh, uh, Walker Fowler is going to win. Um, he's going to come back with vengeance this week. Um, and I, I say he wins by 30 seconds. At least 30 seconds. Anyways. Who do you think finishes second? Um, I'm going to go Jerry McClure, second place, with Devin Feehan on, on, on the... So Bryson Neal... Bryson Neal. ...is not going to be on the podium. No. Is there going to be a reason I'm, why? I, I don't know. I just I just got that feeling. You know how it is. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, I know what you're going to say. Neil comes back with a backup win. I mean, now I have See? to. Now I have to. Oh, I still Neil, have to. It was Neil already it was already wrote, written in the in the book. You know what I mean? <laughs> now, okay, I'm going to say Neil Neil wins uh, round two. Yeah. Uh, Walker's right there in second. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know. I'm still my favorite for the championship is Walker until it's not Walker. Right. Right. Because right. I, I mean, until proven like otherwise, said, you can't you you cannot bet against the man until it's over. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Doug Kirk says that's blasphemy, <laughs> saying that Neil's <laughs> not going to make the podium. I'm just saying. I mean, I love Bryson Neal. Uh, Barring no mechanical, good, good rider or it's, incidents. That's the thing. He's got a he's a, no 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 See, mechanical. Okay, so here's no the thing. Mechanical. I think this year is going to be different. Because I think it's a huge benefit that he has the team around him that he has this year. Yeah, I'm sure it is a big help. I'm sure it is. He's just got to learn still not to override the bike. Yeah. And I I want to see that. Yeah. So I say uh, uh, for my podium though, I'm, I'm going to say Neil Walker and uh, Hart. I think it's going to be oh, yeah. close too. Yeah. Got about hundred. Yeah. But I and then mean, Devin right there as well. I think that. I want to see five guys just 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 well, flying a, in know, the finish line, and it, it could be it could be like that, and and I think it, I think whoever gets out front and 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 usually Fowler gets uh, Walker gets um, a heck of a hole shot, yeah. So it's hard to go. Get, I think whoever gets out front and and just goes, yeah. And uh, I think I think last race, if you listen to McClure, he didn't really put on that that real fast sprint at first. And I wonder if he was trying something different, maybe to try to save something for the end. Um, so I wonder if this week, if he just gets out front and just puts the hammer down and 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 see if he can just whoever gets out front and lose. Yeah, yeah. Now, okay, so uh, bikes, bikes. Oh, man, uh, Jordan Ashburn with the win. Ben Kelly second, Josh Toth third. Ashburn for the win. Ashburn for the win. You're, you're gonna you're gonna call it until uh, until it happens. Right. <laughs> nah. I'm gonna say Toth for the win. You think? I'm going to say Josh uh-huh. Toth for the win. Gotcha. Uh, ben Kelly in second and Ashburn in third. Josh Strang shaking his head like, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Watch. Man. I know. The thing about Strang. Yeah, that's right. It's, it, it's so it's funny. A, it's it's like, a hard. You start thinking about these guys. It's like, oh, shoot. I forgot about Hunter I'm going to scratch mine. Oh, scratch it. Yeah. I'm going to say Strang for the win. Strang for the win. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Strang, Toth, Kelly. I'm going that number three. That, that, that number three means a lot. Just in every kind of racing. You know what I mean? <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. It's a good looking number. I think he needs to go all black. Like, you know, like. <laughs> I mean, if he could. <laughs> Del if he could, he should. Yeah. <laughs> do the do the black, black plastic with the red number three. Yeah. 
and just wear the cowboy hat around the pits. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, you ready to end this show? We're going to talk about anything else? What do you want to talk about? I mean, I know it's getting late, but do you want to talk about any kind of quad racing for Daytona? Uh-huh. Or Okay, give me your podium right there. <sighs> like I said last show, I think Ristrelli pulls off a win. Hey, you know, he's always been really good at Daytona. I, I think he I'm, – I'm, I'm just saying he – I think what I see around social media and what I hear, I feel like he's got a good a good group right now around him. He he looks happy. He looks loose. Um, he's looking good. Um, so I, you know this Daytona format is different than any other um, format they run mm-hmm. for the year. So I really think that Ristrelli is going to come out, and um, so I'm going to go Ristrelli, Weenan, Hetrick. Rastrelli, Weenie, and Hetrick. Yeah. I'm going to say... One of the four guys is going gonna, is gonna to get in there, but... I'm going to say Hetrick, Weenan, Hogue. Hogue? Brandon Hogue Brandon on the Hogue. Honda. Yeah. On the Brett Music Racing Honda. Yeah. I think it's going to be nice. Yeah. So, uh, you know, Hogue's got the speed, and and I'm telling you, I think that, uh, you know, getting on a good team, mm-hmm. you know, that team's a, a new team, but, right. but you know, Hogue's familiar with the Honda, right. and I'm sure that, you know, Brett's... Probably going to give him nothing but the best because look what right. Brett has always ran. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there's definitely going to be a good bike um, for sure for him. I saw that they were putting like all those motors together and stuff. So, I really think, you know, like you said, Brandon Hogue, um, I think once he gets out there and gets some uh, some momentum back because his career was kind of like, I'm not riding, I'm racing, I'm not racing um, to, to now I'm racing. So, right. So, I think once he figures that all out and gets some seat time back on the bike, I, I think he will be. Um, in melt, melt mid-season. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, sad to hear about Rich Rich Gillette. Uh, I did from see Root that. River. Yeah. That was, that's a big hit for the quad racing scene. It seemed kind of unexpected, too. Very yeah, unexpected. It, seemed, it seemed like it. Um, awesome guy. He he put, you know, pretty much ATV racing on his back yeah. uh, for the motocross um, at one point where it was really looking down, down the barrel. So um, that, that really sucks. And, uh uh, prayers go out to his family for that. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, man, <clears throat> it'd be an awesome weekend to be in Florida, wouldn't it? Oh, man. GNCC, Supercross, right. Daytona. I almost flew down, man. ATV motocross. <laughs> I keep thinking, like, man, I'm going to just fly down, but then right now I don't know if I want to fly anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine if you could race the ATV um, um, ATV GNCC and then go over and race the uh, – ATV Supercross. You have to be a pro. Josh Merritt did it. Remember well, that? I want to say the pro. Yeah. You have to be a pro. Aren't they racing different classes at... Not, at they did away with the amateur program. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. I thought they brought back some this year. I don't think. I don't know. I think you're wrong. I'm you know, I'm never wrong. Come on. Don't you know this? <laughs> you're hardly ever right. Too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Brandon. Let's get off here. Let's get off here. I'm tired. It's all right. We got a long day tomorrow. I haven't had dinner yet. Oh. Have you? See, I did. That may be the problem. <laughs> You're ready for bed. I'm like, yeah, I'm like <laughs> lethargic. Right. So, yeah. But guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for appreciate listening. It. We appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support us, support our sponsors, right. support Guts Racing, Seal Savers, Sunstar, Chain and Sprockets, right. and then go race the uh, Mount St. Hair, Hair Scrambles. That's right. So, yeah, uh, uh, check those guys out. And uh, If you want to go fast, you'll run all three. That's right. If you don't, you won't win. That's right. <clears throat> you ain't yep. first, you're last. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> all right, guys. Episode 66. Peace. Later.